0: Part two of my pregnancy story, what to do? What to do? Um, I was lost, sad, suicidal, depressed. I felt like the world was coming to an end. I felt alone, ashamed. I mean, we can just, I can just go on and on about those feelings while I have this this baby growing in me and I'm like I never had an abortion before. I never even had to think about that. This is my first time ever in my life ever getting pregnant. And I have had so many long-term relationships. And how many times I could' have definitely got it pregnant, you know, in this one time, so I felt like I was a failure, you know, um, my mom disappointed, stepdad ridiculing me, disappointed. Um, I was already disappointed with myself. So anyways, what to do? I have the father of my child, you know, well, let's get rid of it. You know, that's, we got to get rid of it. Um, We can't keep it. I can't afford it. You know, and I'm like, whoa, these things are coming too damn fast. Like, hold on. I'm going through changes. I got migraines. I got headaches. I think I was about what, three weeks, four weeks at this moment, but it was too late for the plan B and all those other things. So at this moment, I'm kind of like, well, it's too late for that. So what you thinking? the next option going to be? Because I don't know what those procedures look like or what my body will have to endure of an abortion. Like I'm 25 years old, halfway through my master's program. Somebody needs to be responsible Somebody needs to be accountable. And I don't think my body deserves to go through this while you over here ain't got to go through nothing. You're just telling me, you know, just get rid of, that's so easy for you as a man to say that for my body, you know? So, Clarissa, what you going to do? You going to keep the baby and knowing that you may not deal with A full potential father or this father may not be in the life at all or may not be in the life may, may, may not, you know, or you want to deal with that for 18 years, knowing that your mom had you at 14 years old and she had to deal with that same thing, you know. So what you gonna do? You gonna keep it, finish school, keep it, sacrifice your Kobe fellowship that you earned. You know, um, because if I'm pregnant, I ain't no way I'm going to be able to work full time for free. I'm going to have to get some money on the weekends and work Monday through Friday. What you going to do? What you going to do? I kept her, obviously. I kept her. Um, Despite the odds. I said, oh. I talk, Actually, I think that song, Lauren Hill's Zion was my savior, as well as talking to my ex, Michael. He helped me through it and I was crying and I didn't want to, t- you know, I was ashamed of telling him and he was so supportive. He was very relatable and he helped me gather my strength. Like, do you know who you are? you know what i'm saying he had me look at myself in a mirror like do you know who you are don't you know what who you are capable of you know and i said you're right you're right and i listened to and i turned that whole energy around and i got a hold of myself i said you know what no more pity parties no more pity parties clarissa because this is the time where you really shine. When people got all the odds and all the things against you, it's the time that you persevere. You persevere everything else in your life. When your back's against the wall, why won't you be able to do this? You're 25 years old, about to complete your, you know, will continue to get your master's. You got this. You got this. You're going to be okay. So I kept the baby. I worked Monday through Friday. I went to school Monday through Friday, um, internship on the weekends. I worked at a group home, working 10 to 12 hour shifts. It was real for me. I got to school saying, yo, you may have to come back, yo. You may have to, you may have to come back. <laughs> you going not have to take a vacation. Oh, You know, you have to take a semester off and come back. Um, no, I'm not. We're gonna figure this out because I'm not about to spend more money for another semester. And no, I need to graduate in May. I will graduate in May. Well, the baby may come early. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Got mama saying, What you gonna do? You gonna keep it? You gonna get rid of it? You know, so my mom wasn't really for it either. Um, I said, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. <laughs> I am keeping it. So with that journey, I didn't know how this was gonna play out, but I knew for sure I was taking day by day steps to get that damn degree. So in the summer, in the winter time, the winter of that semester, I did overload. I was at internship, letting them know, look, I'm pregnant. Are you guys going to be able to accept me knowing that, you know, I am pregnant, whatever the case may be? They was like, yeah, sure. We're going to work with you. I'm like, all right, cool. I thought an internship wouldn't be able to. I was last minute getting an internship. I had to, you know, not do my fellowship, my Kobe fellowship, which I, you know, really appreciate the opportunity that I did do the emergence in D.C. and stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. Um. So then in the wintertime, while people turn it up, my birthday's in the winter. I'm over here. Internship hours, let me rack them up. So therefore, if my daughter, my daughter's due in April, so therefore she decides to come a couple of weeks early, I can at least walk away from my program and say I don't have to come back in June. I can graduate in May on top with everybody else because I did extra hours. So again, all of this, just to really speed this up, I was very proactive, I was very strategic, and I planned everything out to make sure that I graduated on time. And I graduated on time. My daughter um was due... April I graduated in May I started working in June yeah I didn't have a maternity leave (laughs) I didn't get the chance to unlike some reflect on my birth I had to survive how you gonna get money your godmother letting you live here for a couple of months you know for free which I really appreciate you Lorna my godmother, I love her to death. Um, I appreciate that support. But then, you know, time is ticking. and My time going to run out there, too. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to work? Your baby's father financially is not here for you, emotionally not here for you. Um, he's in Colorado, still going to have to transition out here to L.A. with nothing. So what are you going to do, Clarissa? <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to make it happen the best way I can. So the group home that I was working at, I pitched them, you know, I got my master's now. Will I be able to be an administrator or something? I needed a check. I had my cousin watch my cousin, Taisha watch my, um, watch my daughter. You know, she was able to, I paid her a little bit and stuff like that. And that was very helpful just to get me started. But I was just. Just trying to make ends meet at this moment. And um, I can end it on that note. (laughs) I graduated. I I had a successful natural childbirth with a doula. And that can be another episode. Just talking about the natural childbirth and me having a natural childbirth as well. That can be another episode. But this is to really, I can just wrap this up, you guys by ending my um pregnancy story Ashe.